Hey fam, hello, 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 family, I'm here just with a short word, okay? I was in the midst of worshiping and just reading my word, and something really stuck out to me in John 15, verse 27. Well, I'm going to go up a little higher, verse 25. I have spoken of these matters and figures of speech, but soon I will start speaking figuratively and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. And I just really felt it was like so deep at that moment because, you know, we pray in Jesus' name because we acknowledge the glory. We acknowledge the Son. We acknowledge the blood, right? But Jesus is not, like, going back and asking God on your behalf. God hears you. He hears you. He loves you. The sound of your voice is so precious to God. The sound of your praise is so precious to God. Your tears are so precious to God. And I just wanted somebody to know that. That you are talking directly to the Father. And he wants to hear everything you have to say. He wants to know how you feel. He wants you to come to him with everything and he wants to sort through it all with you God is not a God that just sits there and just just sits there he's not a God who doesn't heal he's not a God who doesn't see he's not a God who doesn't hear but he does hear he does see he does heal And I wanted somebody to really know that because I'm telling you, if you give God your heart, if you give God the ashes, he will give you beauty. Jesus said the father loves you dearly. He loves you. He wants to hear from you. He made it possible for the veil to get torn between the two. Between you and God. So you can speak to him. So he can speak back to you. God doesn't just sit there silent. He hears you. He hears you. I just think about Hagar. When she got to the point where. She was just. Didn't even know what to do. Right. She didn't even know what to do. Let's go there. She didn't even know what to do anymore. But God sees. Right? Genesis. um, Hold on. Um, Let's go to Genesis 16. And we see how, like, God promised Isaac. Sarah and Abraham made an Ishmael. Sarah told Abraham to go make an Ishmael with her servant Hagar, right? And I want to take you to verse 
Um, four. So Abram had sexual relations with Hagar, and she became pregnant. But when Hagar knew she was pregnant, she began to treat her mistress, Sari, with contempt. Then Sari said to Abram, or Sarai, this is all your fault. I put my servant into your arms, but now she's pregnant and she treats me with contempt. The Lord will show who's wrong, you or me. Abram replied, look, she is your servant, so deal with her as you see fit. Then Sari retreated Hagar so harshly that she finally ran away. The angel of the Lord found Hagar beside a spring of water in the wilderness along with along the road of Shur. The angel said to her, Hagar, Sari's servant, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sari, replied, Sari, she replied. The angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her authority. Then he added, I will give you more descendants than you can count. And the angel also said, you are now pregnant and will give birth to a son. You are to name him Ishmael, which means God hears. For the Lord has heard your cry of distress. This son of yours will be a wild man, as untamed as a wild donkey. He will raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will be against him. Yes, he will live in open hostility against all his relatives. Thereafter, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who has spoken to her. She said, you are the God who sees me. Mm. Or Elroy. Elroy. Right, that's the other guy's name is E L R O I Elroy, and it's just so beautiful how God still provided. God still saw her. He still delivered her. He seen her tears. He seen her weak, and God still worked. A miracle. God still pulled her back to him. He sent his angel to go and bring her back because she began to run away. Because, like, you know, sometimes I feel like we all look at Hagar like, well, you was messing with Abram. But, like, it was definitely. The fact that Sari was impatient and she didn't submit to Abraham, Abram, and then even go a step further, it was Abram not having authority over his wife because he should have waited on the Lord, right? And then you just got the servant thrown into it, not saying she's completely innocent, but she was only doing what her master told her to do. She was just in. A jacked up situation, right? So this made me think, like, how God really does see. No matter how jacked up the situation is, God sees it. And she said, she also said, have I truly seen the one who sees me? So that well was named Berlaroa, which means well of the living one who sees me. It can still be found between Kadesh and Barid. 
So Hagar gave Abram a son, and Abram named him Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. I mean, like, Sari's, her her emotions was, I, I, I feel it. Because, like, I feel like she probably felt like Abraham didn't protect her. Like, you still went and did it. Like, I get it. Like, they were trying to play God. I get it. I get it. And it's just, like, also, it's, like, the lack of understanding that we have as human beings when God says he'll do something, but we don't see the fruits of it, right? So it was just overall a jacked up situation. But when I tell you just to trust God, trust him, God will not not do what he said. He's going to keep his word. His word is who he is. He is the living word. Don't go and try to make a situation Don't go and try to figure out what God's going to do, but just allow God to do it. Learn from all of this mess right here. That the same God who gave you the promise is the same God who sees it through. He is the one who sees. Okay, he sees you. God sees you. And I just want you to know that. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just come to you thanking you and praising you. You are the almighty king, Lord. You are the king of every king, Father God. You are the Lord of every Lord, God. You are El Roy, Lord. You're the God who sees. And you are the God who sees us. And I thank you. Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word. That her faith be strengthened. That she be encouraged to know that you see her. You see her tears. You see her pain. You see her heartbreak, Lord. And Father, we're just asking that you deliver her. Deliver your child from the trap. Deliver your child from the snare, Lord. Allow your promise to come to pass, Lord. And let there be no Ishmael's, Lord. Let her wait on you, Lord, to do what you have promised, Father God. In the name of Jesus, give her grace. Give her strength, Lord. Give her grace, Lord, because I know you said your grace is sufficient for your power is made perfect in our weaknesses. So, Lord, allow your grace to be sufficient. I just want to thank you. I want to honor you and praise you. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, I'm going to let you go. I pray this word has blessed you. I pray that this word has blessed you. And I love you guys so, 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 so much. And let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.